Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and a lot of friends, as a matter of fact. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the show that you have been waiting for, the two-channel, two-YouTube-channel crossover that was brought to my doorstep thanks to the very special guest today, Colt Eastwood. I think you might know him. He's closing in on 150,000 subscribers on YouTube. His videos constantly are in the big K's, not the little K's. And he's also the incredible voice of the XNC podcast Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Cold Eastwood. What's up, brother? How you feeling? Uh, That's a long time coming. Like, we've been friends for years now. Yes, we certainly have. (laughs) Yeah, we we run a show at the same day, and I'm like, I got to do something. Like, I got to get on Boom's show somehow. Maybe if I throw him him something, maybe he'll finally have me on. So I'm super glad to be here, and I love your panel. These guys are awesome. So it's, it's a treat. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, dude, it's awesome to have you here, folks. Yes, this is the way it's going to work. If you have not been following the socials, uh, the show that normally starts at seven started at six thirty. We are running ourselves to eight o'clock. Uh, Colt is going to get his intro first. So we can get it right back to his channel, and then the Mag and myself are going to then go over to the Colt's channel uh, to uh, to uh, to uh, guest on the new episode of the uh, of his podcast XNC, and of course. You're going to have about a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour show, lots of big topics, lots of big opinions, and, of course, well, hashtag fun at the bottom line of it. But let's get into the introductions first as you watch some more of my favorite game of the last decade, Elden Ring, which I continue to – I just crossed 150 hours in this game, and I have no ambition to beat it. I just keep finding new things to do, and I'm quite loving it. But let's welcome in – the Dutch, Wandering Dutch, you're working on something pretty big yourself. Obviously, the Indie Showcase 2022 is really cruising along, and you got a lot of big help from, the, of course, the indie community. How you been, man? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Obviously, uh, like uh, yourself and, and many others, uh, obviously, we've got 10, 10 other creators um, helping out with the, the Indie Showcase. Over 100 games shown um so it's big big time big work but uh, it's going to be absolutely awesome and of course great to be back on a panel with Colt again i mean we've we've, we've guested many times before now so <laughs> yep <laughs> well no, it's awesome. awesome to be back together so uh no it's going to be a great show uh let's uh, let's get into these awesome topics and let's uh, let's get going yeah, absolutely. And of course, podcasting from the one room that actually still has flooring, Kay Asante. What's going on, brother? <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Yes, yes. I will warn y'all now. I am part of my, my home is a construction zone. So I'm podcasting from the only place that actually has floors right now. <laughs> and hence the terrible mic conditions, the room. It is what it is. Thank you all for coming. I'm so excited to be on a panel with Mr. Colt Eastwood himself. This is amazing, man. I've been watching your stuff for years. This is awesome. I'm I'm honored to be a panel member, as I always am on Boom Show, but more so today. So this this is great. I'm excited. And as soon as we're done here, I'm going to check out the rest of the show on on Colt's channel. So I'm just, I'm just here, excited to get, get be, be a part of the conversation. This is awesome. Yeah, and if people didn't know how Colt and I became friends. We actually met in real life. I met him and his wife at E3 2019, the last time we actually had an E3. 
and uh, we both got into <laughs> Xbox Fan Fest, and it was uh, it, it there is unbelievable. Some, yeah, it, <laughs> there's something to be said about watching E3 and being at E3. It it, it is a surreal. It's too event. soon, Boom. Too yeah. soon for yeah, those of I, us that I, may never experience that ever again. I, I have a I'm feeling that it's going to come back, and I have a feeling that once we start to become somewhat normal and, and, and with what's going on in the world, I think E3 is going to come back. I, I I'd like to believe so. Uh, I know for a fact that you know, that uh, we will see some of the bigger companies like Microsoft do their fan fest in re- in, in person next mm. year. Uh, it's it's going to be very exciting, but. Uh, last uh, I got, let me, yeah, let, me yeah, shoehorn, yeah. let me shoehorn this in there. I, I'll save names and uh, I'll save any involved who have said this, but I know that Xbox wants to be at an in-person presence Absolutely. more than any other company. Yeah, so awesome. from what I've heard and who I've talked to, they want to do, they want to be in the theater. They want the big jumbo jumbotrons. They want the fans out front. They want the media filling up the back half of the arena. So it's only a matter of time. Um, this may be the last digital-only briefing. So I can't wait. Yeah, you know, uh, Colt, we had a chance, um, and, and, I, and I got in. I've told the story before. Gotham Guy, who's been a, a, a friend of the program for many, many, many years, uh, g- uh, allowed me to join him because his plus one happened to get hurt. And at, in L.A., when I'm sitting there with, you know, I got King on the left, I got Cog on the right, I get the phone call. Hey, you know, uh, I got Microsoft on the phone. They wanted your information because I want to make you my plus one. And that's how I got in the fan fest, through the, through the kindness of a stranger. And yeah, I got a chance wow. to meet. It's, it's, it's just it's just it is it is I, if, if, if I learned anything from this show, it's that Microsoft cares so much about its fan base that you just can't believe it. They treat you like a rock star at these fan fests. And mm-hmm. forget the goodie bag. The goodie bag is just bonkers. <laughs> it's just Colt's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. But it's yeah, a, yeah it's, it's a whole big backpack full of stuff. Yeah. But uh, Boom was right here. Like we're, we were like row 20 from the stage yes. when, you know, when uh, Keanu Reeves, we got to get to these other uh, awesome people on your panel. But yeah. Boom, I'm just going to say Boom was right here. <laughs> My wife was right there. Tim was right next to her. Uh, we had Team Ainsley Dan. and Sean the Bree. It's amazing. I don't want to say anymore. It's just, just too much, too much emotion. Not jealous at all. Not, not awesome. at all. No. Not at all. No. Right? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no. Well, Please, Mag, yeah. uh, you're wearing an Xbox hat. Yeah. Honestly, I'm disappointed you're not wearing a pony. Uh, uh, you know, Listen, I, I had to wear the hat because I shaved my head today, so the glare off the light would be ridiculous. It would kind of look like the bat signal was coming off the top of my skull. So <laughs> I, I you great. know, had to wear the hat, especially I'm going on cold show, and I don't want to <laughs> blind the guy. Uh, so anyways, I am excited to be here tonight. I got to tell you, uh, this is my first show with Colt Eastwood. I've been on with almost every other single big podcaster out there, Fraud Al Thor. Uh, actually, Dealer was the other one I haven't been on with. Uh, Rand, I've been on with several shows. He's boring now. I hope you hear this, Rand. <laughs> Once you come out of your retirement, whatever the hell you're doing, right he was now, on sabbatical. Sabbatical. I asked him, I go, What are you, a teacher? So, anyways, in all seriousness, um, listen, this is gonna be great. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to do the XNC show later. Uh, I told my wife she almost jumped through the ceiling when I told her that I was gonna be on a show with Colt because I gotta tell you, Colt, I don't want to hold up the show, but I gotta tell you, way back when, when you were just starting out, a couple thousand subs, barely even a thousand, I think it was. And I wrote in the comments section, nobody knew who the hell I was. 
And I wrote, <laughs> hey, man, this was great. This was really great video. I really enjoyed this. And you actually responded to me and you're like, hey, I really appreciate you checking out my stuff, whatever. And I'm like, I think you're going to do great. I think you're going to be a really awesome guy in, in this community, this and that, whatever. Fast forward now. Oh, I'm on a show man. with this guy. Yeah. And, uh, Bro, you're you're on my you're my only fan <laughs> after all these years. <laughs> that's amazing. But, no, uh, that's and that's so a true cool. story. I'm not kidding. Like you were you were barely just starting out, and I I, I put a comment in there, and you'd responded, and and I I even like said he, I like wish I could find it. To do. Yep. I, I wish I could find that video and find that little interaction again because I mean it was like I don't know how many years ago now, and uh, and it was just so cool. It'd be like, yeah, I think you're really gonna be awesome, man. I said that you know you're gonna be something special one day. And look at him now. He's on the red carpet. And he's going to be at the Academy Awards next year. I'm, and, I'm on know, primetime gaming, baby. <laughs> what else do you need? But you know what? Anyways, all goofing Bro, around. I'm aside. just letting you know right now, if you slap me, it's all right. Wow. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm that last week. You slap me with. Okay, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, Listen. Pause. Oh, wow. Very indeed, nice. Indeed. We're, we're only I'm, I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> minutes we're already pausing. I love this. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's get let's get into the business as we are as we're calling it. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, if you don't know who she is, she is a US senator of Massachusetts. Uh, she has seven million followers, and she is currently following only 551 people, probably people in her party. Well, this weekend. She set the world or the interwebs on fire with what I called a gross misunderstanding of the situation. And I'm going to read the verbatim of what she said regarding the Activision Microsoft Blizzard deal that is expected to close later this year. And she says this, and I quote, at Activision has a history of unchecked workplace sexual misconduct and discrimination. If the merger with Microsoft happens, conditions for these workers could get worse. And she tagged in Bernie Sanders, Senator Whitehouse, and of course, Senator Booker. Uh, and I want the FTC to closely scrutinize the merger. Now, here was my response. And of oh course, you, you would expect that it was handled with care and respect. And I said this, this is an extremely dishonest take at Senator Warren, and you know it. Activision is a toxic workplace, and that is documented, though to suggest Microsoft would make matters worse is ridiculous at best. And I said Microsoft is in the top 10 places in the country to work, and I cited a, an article from CS, uh, CNBC.com where they had uh, the top 10 places to work within this country, and Microsoft came in at number nine. Now, obviously, we're not going to get into politics because politics are gross. Uh, and most of the people in the Senate, they're all millionaires, don't have a blooming idea of what gaming means. And I'll say this. I don't know if it was her that actually tweeted this or the 21-year-old intern that is representing <laughs> her. But I have to tell you, I'm almost embarrassed for these people. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you know anything about the FTC, and I kind of do, they do not take into account workers' conditions. What the FTC is going to do with this deal is to make sure that us, the consumers, aren't going to be bent over a barrel if Microsoft does, in fact, make this acquisition go through by raising prices. Now, 
I want to go right to our special guest, Colt. Obviously, uh, Hoglaw, he's a friend of yours, a friend of mine, friend of this incredible community. He did mm-hmm. a video, uh, uh, and I quote, calling them the silly senators, and he was right to do so because what is concerning Colt and what's the embarrassing part of it are if you read the letter of intent for that for for asking the FTC to closely scrutinize this deal, it has nothing to do with us, the consumers. It has everything to do with this ridiculous grandstanding that they're doing just to get their name attached to the $70 billion bill that they actually did some work for a change. And it turns out the work they were doing was false, would be considered a fraud because they're asking the uh, the government, the FTC, to uh, to scrutinize this deal based on worker conditions when the FTC has nothing to do with that. What are your thoughts on this cult? Yeah, um, I kind of don't know where to start because you you let in with them raising the price if they become a monopoly where they have control of the market and they can dictate what the prices are because they're the controlling leader. Well, uh, (laughs) the PlayStation is kind of the market leader when that comes forth because the biggest publishers in the gaming sphere are choosing what what we're going to pay. You've got 2K and Rockstar and PlayStation basically are the biggest... uh, proprietors eas in there with the 70 dollars games so you nailed it so perfectly when you illustrate the ftc is not worried about how the worker is going to be treated or how hr is going to handle uh harassment or unfairness in the workplace uh and you also nailed it perfectly with that xbox is such a glowing place to work uh, for microsoft so notwithstanding that Phil has been pretty upfront and vocal and transparent about how they want to change the culture in Activision and help these employees at Activision Blizzard and King to have a better situation with some help somehow with them being under Microsoft. So her, Oh gosh, this is so, we don't, we don't often talk about politics in this gaming community, but the thing that her tweet screams is that she has an alt ulterior agenda yeah and that she has somebody that is asking her to do something that will do it will will have a chain of reaction that will lead to a benefit for her and the party or whatever political movement they have in the works that may be somehow linked to this if that's true is what i wouldn't allege that but if that's what it really sounds like to Mm -hmm. say something as brash as they're going to get worse under Microsoft. It's like, well, why'd you say that? That's There's no truth to that. You just made a, uh, I don't know what the word is. You made a really egregious claim there yeah. to try and get people to not vote for this or to get the FTC to not approve it. The other thing is that it lit up the fan base on the PlayStation side or the anti-Xbox fan base, yeah. which numbers maybe a million people around the entire globe. But it lit up that fan base. Say, yeah, 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 stop that because, you know, Activision is a big thing and it's going to make Xbox too big and, and uh, you know, that won't work for my list war. It's yeah, no, crazy. absolutely. Yeah. I, I do want to make uh, just some, some small comparisons. Remember I had said she has 7 million followers, which is mm-hmm. – Good, good on her. I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. Well, her tweet uh, got 1,800 likes. Just goes to show you when you put down BS, hard for people to like your stuff because mine, I only, I just hit 9,000 subscri- uh, uh, followers on Twitter, which is a big deal for a little boomstick. I have almost 1,100 likes, which is 
that says something. Uh, obviously, I, I, I and and you know what's what's interesting because I was looking, I kept getting notifications. Most of the people that actually liked it don't even follow me, uh, and didn't start following me because of it. They just like what I had to say because it was politically correct. You know, Kay, I want to go to you next on this because you and I we talk today as we often do. Um, and um, one of the things that I think I find to be and I want to use Colt's word egregious is when you see someone or a group of people, especially in politics, uh, grandstanding for the j- just for grandstanding. Um, I, I mean, I, I mean, would I like to believe in my heart that they have these workers who have suffered under Bobby Kotick for years? I would like to believe that. But do I? The answer is no, I do not. I think that uh, Mr. Booker. Uh, one thing about him, he is a giant sword that's dull and just hits and hits and hits until he's out of oxygen. Very, very loud man, and I feel that he grandstands more than just about anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, again, uh, 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 you know, Mr. Sanders, uh, let, let's not forget that he is a socialite. He is a millionaire. He owns three homes, a private jet, and probably about a dozen vehicles. So let's let's I, I've always wondered what Barry or Mr. Sanders has the people in mind when he is extremely loaded the way he is. I sometimes find it to be a little facetious, if you want my opinion. But getting back to the tweet that everyone is talking about that made videos about where do you personally stand on how they use this platform to talk about a subject that literally has nothing to do with what the FTC is doing regarding this incredible $70 billion deal. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. So, and, and yeah, we usually don't do political talk around here because it just, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's rounding the bottom of the barrel. Usually it's, it's spiraling downward usually, and we want to uplift the conversation. So we, we try to leave politics out of it, but those that don't know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a political junkie. Yeah, not as much now as I used to be. So I kind of know the movers and shakers that are being discussed here a bit a bit uh, a bit well. I've met some of them. I've seen some of them uh, have speeches and things. So uh, I will tell you that first and foremost, I'm not surprised that there, there is political grandstanding. Right, the Activision Blizzard deal, like just the amount of money we're talking about, like basically commanded grandstanding. Right. You know, it's not like it's a couple bucks throwing here and there. Oh, yeah, nothing to see here. This is like monumental amounts of money, right? And this is an election year, and it requires approval. That is formula for grandstanding right there written on your screen in your face, right? So the fact that that they are doing this is not surprising. What I will say, which, I mean, realistically, I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I will say I am disappointed, is that Senator Warren specifically was the one that wrote this because she's smarter than that. Yes. Much no, smarter. She's a very that. intelligent woman. Let, 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 oh, yeah. Let's, let, let, let's not fake the funk here. That's she's right. She's in her position for as long as she's been. Yes. Because she does have the chops, which yes. again so, leads me to believe that this may not have been written by her. It, exactly. So, uh, and, and that may be, that may be the case. Like, so for those who aren't aware, I know that everybody go, likes to throw, throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to politics. They're all, all pox on all their houses. You know, back in the day, real quick, back in the day, you couldn't get your credit score, for instance, for those that, for the Americans among us, without paying X amount of, of dollars. 
the law that changed it so that everyone could see their credit score, so that you could see it on your credit report, right? So that you would have a credit report that you are legally allowed to have that the the uh, the the, uh, the credit card companies would force to share with you. That was a law that she wrote, and when the law and when the law came into fruition, her her organization, uh, I think it was under Obama, that literally forced them to make mm. sure they share with you the public the stuff that you should know about your finances, you know? So the woman knows her stuff. She's really, whether, whether, whether you like her side or you hate her side and there's, there's conversation to be had there, you know, she knows her stuff. And because she knows her stuff, when she starts playing that political game, she doesn't do it as well as the others who are kind of brainless do it. Cause mm-hmm. there, there, you can tell that some come there with the purpose of, of spinning a yarn and others come there because they're actually knowledgeable and she's actually knowledgeable. So when she plays that game, it is very blatant and on its face and you can see it. Yeah. Like, so, so cult's theory that there was an ulterior motive here is so um, that's where I am. Like she knows better hundred percent. And of course it's an election year. And of course she has a bill that, that similarly controls the, 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 the subject matter, which with, with which he she is speaking, right? So it makes me think she was trying to fit a round peg in a square hole because okay. oh, these are gamers; they don't know the difference. Yeah, we we we, we all have supercomputers in our pocket, and we all keep <laughs> keep track of the records. You know what I mean? So we have receipts. So you know, uh, she disappoints in many ways because as an intellectual person, she's very smart. So I I expected better of her. I know some people think, well, maybe it was her like. Her 17-year-old intern, they just kind of wrote something and just kind of flew. I honestly think she's smarter than that. So I think she's malicious in her choice of, of path that she went on in order to, to thread this needle. It's, it, one plus one does not equal two. And I think she thought that the, 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 the uh, uh, public that she's speaking to were not smart enough to know that difference. And clearly, now that the mud is all in her eye, you know what I'm saying? It, it's a little ridiculous that, that we are going down this path. There are definitely arguments to be made, like valid arguments to be made. And she could have made said valid arguments, but she didn't. And it's not like she doesn't know how to, because she definitely does. So that's why I'm like, Colt's theory on the fact that hey, she's just trying to thread some needle here to get her own thing, agenda across. That seems to be what's happening here. And that's very disappointing. Yeah, unfortunately it is. But listen, let's let's get Wandering Dutch's opinion about this. Dutch, obviously you saw this. This this took over social media uh, by storm for a lot of reasons. And again, politics and gamers kind of don't mix. But I, 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 because I was personally involved in the conversation, and, and a lot of us were, uh, I wanted to talk about it. Uh, and again, it's only going to be a small uh, a slice of tonight's show because we're going to get back into the most important thing. And, 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 that, and that is a conversation that we had with Mr. Everborn Saga over the weekend on how Sony announcing the their their streaming service known as the revised PlayStation Plus well folks Jim Ryan and company might have just gotten the Activision Blizzard deal passed and helped Microsoft not realizing that they were helping Microsoft and we're going to break that down as soon as we're done with this but Dutch by all means what are your thoughts on this obviously as a european <clears throat> and, and American politics people obviously no, naturally don't assume that um, Europeans or, or the UK pay much attention to it. But un- unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know how you want to look at it. American politics plays a massive role in what we do in in Europe and the UK. Massive role, much bigger than you'd think. 
Um, so we do pay attention to it. We pay more attention to it really as to what's going on over there with the nation that's probably about 20 times the size of ours, um, what they do because it has a much bigger um, impact on world economics than what the UK does. Um, the UK leaving Europe had no real impact on the rest of the world. <laughs> it had a massive impact on us, <laughs> not to anybody else. When we're talking about what's going on in American politics and who gets into power and who doesn't and who says things and who doesn't and, and the knock-on effects uh, is to, i.e. collaborations on legislations, etc., um, whether that be the EU politics, um, collaborating with a lot of the um, legislators and lawmakers over in the US, um, they do all have relatively the same idea as to what they want to accomplish. Um, <clears throat> when, and this is, this is another thing about social media, now, on social media, you're quite accustomed to seeing people not doing their research before they post comments, um, not really learning about things before they speak. Um, but you don't often see politicians do the same thing. You don't often see them posting something without further knowledge or, or actually doing the research about it. Um, my simple comment was, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, that was my response, short and sweet and to the point. Because it, the response wouldn't have been what she posted unless she knew what she was talking about to suggest that Microsoft be worse as parent company for uh, ActiBlaze than under the control of of uh, the name that we shall not speak. Um, then <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to go that, that that fool. Um, but yeah, if, if to suggest that it would be worse under Microsoft than under himself um, is disingenuous, to say the least. Um, now, Microsoft, and we've mentioned this before, are not squeaky clean by any, any stretch of the imagination. Of course, they've got their history, checked and past. And of course, um, we know even as recently as, as about a year and a half ago, two years ago, the issue with, of course, Bill Gates' past prior to him leaving the company. Indeed. Um, is obviously being brought up, but... Microsoft are intent on improving, um, have been intent on improving for a number of years now. Um, so much so, and, and thanks to the the, um, the person who brought up this particular article who was uh, trying to say that Glassdoor reviews matter not. Um, they aren't a list. Um, Glassdoor reviews are by employees and former employees. It isn't a list generated for PR. Uh, <laughs> you can have as much, you can have slanderous comments on there from employees as well. They can't take them down. It's an independent website. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a very valid list. Um, the Glassdoor, I would imagine if you have a look at the Glassdoor reviews for Activision Blizzard, it's not going to be too pretty right now. Uh, <laughs> and there's a few companies like that. There's a reason why they have Glassdoor and it's, it, it is used and why it's classed as one of the best companies in the place to, uh, in, sorry, companies in the world to work for. Um, because over the last few years, they've, they've done their damnest to improve that. Um, and whether that be on inclusivity, whether that be on um, shining a spotlight on on different races, creeds, uh, sexualities, whatever it may be, um, trying to get more people into gaming, trying to get more people into development, more people into certain positions within the company, whether that be higher or lower. I mean, even if you have a look right now at the the demographic of of, of people going to work in in not just Xbox Studios but of course Sony as well. Um, but Xbox, let's say, just for for this, 
what is most likely going to be the predecessor to Phil Spencer in the next coming years is Sarah Bond. And I've been calling that from for for, for over a year. Yeah, I, I think that she is uh, she she is literally being led down the path, walking with uh, with uh, Phil side by side, and she is ex- she she. I mean, again, you ever listen to her speak? She's incredibly intelligent. And she she looks like she may take over for Phil when he retires. Now, how long that's going to be from now, I don't know. But I think she'd be a fantastic choice. Oh, 100%. And she's, I mean, if you have a look at even just a, just if you're looking at just from the, the outside perspective in, when you're talking about another leader of the Xbox, uh, the Xbox um, gaming sector, um, obviously being not only just female, but very much family oriented, yep. orientated. Uh, very much a gamer. Pretty much everything she's posting about is having fun with her kids, playing games, playing the yeah. newest indie game, blah, blah, blah. It's such a, a wholesome kind of way that she goes about it as well. So it's extremely unlikely that she's going to be the, the person that's going to helm a company or helm a division by any stretch of the imagination that's going to allow um, any form of discrimination for, for females there. And she's very much going to be a proponent for making sure that that is correct. Mm-hmm. Um so, in my personal opinion, it's just a case of this particular senator, as as both Cole and and Asante have rightly mentioned here, is obviously a, it's a political agenda um, coming into polit- political term now um, to try and get certain bills passed, etc. But there's better ways of doing it than than focusing on on a, a particular subject that you haven't researched about prior to doing these things. If you're going to really push for something to get done, surely you're going to do your due diligence beforehand. Um, and that's one of the concerning things about posts like these and from people that aren't technically in power but have some form of power is that they haven't done their due diligence and it really Indeed. needs to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 such a weird, weird thing that we're go, having to go into politics of all, of all things. Um, this year, <laughs> and, and yeah, again, that's why we're not going to spend too much time on yeah. it. But it was, I, 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 I honestly found it was a very, very interesting conversation. It is, to, it is, uh, because and, it is. It's, it's, yeah, and it, we'll yeah, the get the first time. No, sorry, it's it's just the first time we've had a deal of this magnitude where it's caused this type of of this type Fervor, of conversation yeah. within the industry. Um, of this, this we're not going to see another. Anytime soon, anyway, we're not going to see another seventy billion acquisition. Um, that's it's that is big money. It's mega, mega money, and I, this isn't just in general. I mean, like uh, in any industry, seventy billion acquisition is is large money. That's including yeah. the energy industry. That's including uh, banking. Uh, seventy billion. That's that's a, that's a big purchase in any sector, let alone this. So it's going to get. The, it's going to get the eyes on the FTC. Of, of course, going to scrutinise it. That's there's absolutely no doubt. Um, but they would anyway. It's it's a large acquisition, so they're going to go through the finer details. But they're not going to really look into because it is a financial um, <laughs> regulator. It isn't a human resources regulator. Um, they're <laughs> going to check the whole financial background to make sure it's competitive and not anti-competitive. Which is um, the, the hope the whole point of the FTC, correct? Exactly, exactly. It's going to stay on track. It's going to do the research that they need to do, um, and it's got nothing to do with with the opposite. So yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, it's- and what we're going to do the reason why we talked about this specifically, folks, and we're going to, obviously we're going to get Megan and we're going to get Everborn Saga, and we're going to segue into the big topic of the night: why Sony's newly announced uh, PlayStation Plus revision uh, could be the 
the nail uh, in, in, in the uh, uh, I, I'm saying not in the coffin because obviously they're going to get the deal passed, but certainly the uh, the lift up that Microsoft may have needed in order to get this deal done. And I'm going to explain why. And that, that comes to us from Everborn Saga, who we'll get to in a second. But Mag, uh, listen, yeah. again, you, you were part of the conversation. You mm-hmm. saw some really interesting, very disappointing hot takes from several people in this community who, of course, we don't <laughs> name on this program. Um, but uh, it's, you sure? It, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely stay away from naming people because obviously yeah, 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 everyone's yeah. entitled to their 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 opinions, and I'm certainly not going to be the one to challenge it. But of course. Uh, I, I I do like healthy conversation. I don't like disingenuousness, which we saw happen this weekend. Uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, on this uh, on Senator Warren? I got to say, before I even get started on that, a few a few observations I wanted to make. Um, Dutch, you said, said something funny. You were saying uh, the the man who would not be named. Apparently, Bobby Kotick is the new Voldemort to everybody. So let's uh, let's keep it that way. <laughs> yes, he uh, is. The other thing <laughs> is before the, I get into this, a, I mean, he is a prick. So yeah. So I, I'm not going to derail this. I just wanted to say <laughs> something else very quick. As well. I saw Boom fighting what looked like a tree about three minutes mm-hmm. ago, folks. So if you want to rewind it, it's like a mix of tree beard and Gumby. It's actually fantastic. <laughs> so, anyways, besides all that, let's get into it. Um, what I think is uh, happening here, first of all, I have a rule of three when it comes to politicians. Remember something. Rule number one is, A, is it an election year? That's yes. one thing you have to worry about. Number and two, you have to understand that when it comes to Washington, it's scratch my back, you know, uh, I'll scratch yours kind of deal, right? So what's she getting out of it? That's something that Colt touched on. Then the third thing is, is this the one that I have to, that I think about all the time, is beware of smart people because there's always an ulterior motive. They don't do anything unless it's by design, right? You do not say anything like this unless it's by design, folks. You got to remember that. You got 7 million followers on a social media account. Yes, I know we cracked a few jokes. It could be like a 22-year-old intern, but at 7 million people and the fact that she's a senator, I don't think that she would let anything like that slide by. This Mm -hmm. isn't like, you know, a pop star, you know, where Britney Spears calls up her agent and says, why did you put that on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, no, you're right. So I'm thinking this. there's a lot of more social responsibility involved here, right? Absolutely that right. The, that's, uh, that's she, the th- there I'm are political about. carnival barkers. She's not that's one of them. She has a specific reason for doing what she's doing. Now, this is why I wanted to get this is what I wanted to say. Uh, you know, Colt said actually when he was talking, he said that um when he was talking about how what she said was basically an egregious claim is that the possibility of the Microsoft workplace could be a worse a condi- uh, could be a worse place to work than the Activision um uh, co- uh, work culture that they have already, right? That is an egregious claim. However, for her to say something like that which is completely baseless, what does that scream to you guys? That screams to me that all you're trying to do is garner attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, Indeed. you're trying to be you're trying to be sensational. Okay, you remember the uh, remember those magazines? Yeah, you remember those National Enquirer magazines? You see, <laughs> seven headed baby born in in Indiana, and like they say these <laughs> crazy things because they want you to turn your head and look. But what is the reason behind it? Now, I want to shout out someone in the chat here because it's very interesting, and I'd like to know. If anybody was able, anybody's able to actually like back this up or maybe even know the details of their backgrounds. Doom Reaper in the chat said, he goes, you know, it's possible that these people who've been talking out about, against it are possibly in with the union. 
Mm, Doesn't that make sense? That yeah. makes a lot of sense to me now because now that they say, well, maybe they can push for that kind of thing. They can push for this kind of work culture because you know that, what is it, Raven Studios? Uh, that's already mm-hmm. talking about unionizing mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm-hmm. Why not try to unionize? See, but you know, Spencer's already said that he'd stand by. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense because Phil has already come out and said, hey, we're good. We'll recognize the unions. Fair they, enough. You know, Why, yeah. But may, maybe push it harder with their people. Maybe put maybe push it harder to make sure it gets through. There's got to be a reason why you bring this up. You do not bring this mm-hmm. up for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah. You know, my initial reaction was, you know, the typical, you know, politician response to anything like, you know, uh, you remember years ago when there was that whole Tiger Woods sex scandal or whatever, and you had all these fat senators come out going, that's a reprehensible behavior, you know? And it's like, that's because no one's trying to have sex with you. You know what I mean? And like that, you know what I'm saying? And like, there was always a motive behind it. It's mm-hmm. like, if you were Tiger Woods, you'd probably be saying yes. You know what I mean? And so th- that's how I felt this was at first. But then I started thinking that, wait a minute, there possibly is something a little bit more nefarious in, in play here. I think that it actually has to do, I want to. I, I think I agree with Doom Reaper here. And I have to say that I think that it may have a play to push harder on unionizing all of Activision. And, and then, of course, that would, you know, in turn help them. Because guess what? Let's say she or the other senators are with the, are in with the union who helps push elections who helps you win elections well what you should know mag she is queen union that is for damn sure so well, if, if the word if the word union is brought up elizabeth warren is there she is queen union so if she helps the union get into Activision, which is thousands, tens of thousands of employees, let's say, okay, uh, internationally, not just their main studio, you know, support studios, whatever else. Let's just say, let's just say for argument's sake that that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Then when it comes time when she needs a hand and she needs True. a help, who's going to be there for her? The same yeah. people that she helped get them into Activision, the union, because the union is extremely powerful. Right. And so that that would and influential at the end of the day. Let's face it. Very influential. Yeah. You've got people paying the union dues. What is that union going to say? Hey, listen, the reason why you guys got it so good is because of this person. Perhaps you should vote for them. You know, nod, nod, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Do it before we push you off a cliff. That kind of vibe. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of what I'm thinking that's going on here. This very get this very mafia. Okay, that's the way I see it. It's very mafia, but that's what politics is at the end of the day. It's that you know, it's just that's what it is. It's basically organized crime that's just been legalized. But anyways, that's my thoughts on it. I think that, that there's obviously more to it, and you know, I don't think Microsoft's obviously going to push back on anything. They're just going to let it go because they want it to go through. They need it to go through. Let's face it, for yeah. the multitude of reasons that we have coming up with the content wars that are coming soon. You know, and that's yeah, no, I, that's, that, that, I mean, like, I, I mean, fa- unbelievable points as always, Mag. Uh, Everborn Saga, you're you're getting a two-parter here because, like I explained to you on the phone, you had one, absolutely one incredible take, and then we'll go right to Cold Eastwood right after that. You know, obviously, we'll get your point on on the commentary, but really, what I want to transition to is what I, I I built this show based on. Uh, again, it's a shorter show tonight, on, uh, folks. It's it's 90 minutes as opposed to the two-plus hours, and that's obviously because once 8 o'clock comes around, the Mag and I are going to be heading over to Colt Eastwood's channel, so please follow us over there and uh, check that out. But when I say the Jim Ryan announced uh, update to PlayStation Plus, which, again, doesn't read for me. It, it, it doesn't speak to me because day and date is what I wanted, and I kind of knew I wasn't going to get it, 
And until that day happens, well, I'm just not going to, once my, my uh, two cards that I picked up for 66 bucks over Black Friday expire, I'm probably not going to re-up because what they're offering doesn't sh give me any value. You understand? Especially on the higher tiers at $18 a month with no day and date, and all I'm getting is old games. But, highway robbery. Yeah, 100% highway robbery. But, you know, you, you made some really great points in the conversation we're having. And really what the crux of what we're going to talk about right now is this Activision Blizzard deal, even though it's not my favorite deal, it's not Everborn's favorite deal. I'd even dare say that Kay Asante, who I've talked to on a regular basis almost every day, it's not his favorite deal either because we would rather see the IOs and the Avalanches and the many, many other studios, the Asobos, join Xbox Game and, Studios. And the, the Segas. Take a drink, the folks. Capcoms, the Segas. Even. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to say it. So, so what we're talking about and what we're, what we're, what, what we're going to discuss right now is for – and, again, this is my opinion, folks. So bear with me. Um, as important as the entire deal in its, is for, for Xbox, it is for Microsoft, for a multitude of reasons. King being, I think, a very, very important part in the mobile aspect. Blizzard being very in, uh, important into the PC aspect. But I think the one that jumps off the page is the uh, acronym COD, Call of Duty is the most important aspect of this because once this deal is done and it's going to get done when you turn around and say call of duty and you say that's microsoft first party my god i i i i still can't believe that this is actually happening so the deal that we're talking about and why we feel that the this this newly announced playstation plus um could have very well been the 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 grab the boot and lift them up to the next level for Microsoft is what is what Sony has been doing as of late uh, and I kind of want to bring the wrench bring it bring bring it a little back uh, in the past 18 months folks they have purchased seven studios in 18 months and we just had a new in, uh, new interview with uh, gi.biz who uh, with Jim Ryan who claimed and confirmed that, wait, we're not done. We, we, we're, we are in the process of adding more studios to SIE PlayStation. Uh, what's interesting is PlayStation, if you folks didn't know, number one in revenue in gaming. Number one. Not number two, not number three, not number 18. Number one. So Mr. Number One bought seven studios in 18 months hey boom can we just also add that it, when it, we say number one it's not even close it's they it's not even remotely close the ones behind them yes right i think they have double. like 46 50 percent yes. of uh council of the, of, of, the re of the revenue yes so yeah so uh, yeah i mean uh, great for bringing it up but also number one also raised their game prices to 70 dollars Right along with the two Ks and everybody else, right? Microsoft still sixty bucks. Microsoft top tier fifteen dollars for Xbox Game Pass that includes day and date releases. Sony's newly announced travesty of justice <laughs> is eighteen dollars if you pay monthly, a hundred and twenty for the year. And the truth of the matter is, is that there are a lot of folks that don't have one hundred and twenty bucks in this in political and financial climate. So they'll pay the $18 and the $18 does not get you day and date. We don't even know what it gets you outside of some old games 
so so when you when you put all of that onto paper and you say, well, how does this make the deal for Microsoft uh, potentially go through as opposed to not going through? Well, it's simply because obviously the FTC is trying to figure out whether or not this deal is going to hurt or hinder customers. Is it, is this deal going to be considered a monopoly, making the making the Playstations and Nintendos of the world, uh, you know, inept to compete with Microsoft? When I have just proven to you that that in fact is not the truth. Uh, Everborn, please, by all means, take it away. Okay, so uh, let me just kind of top off the last topic, uh, the the politics part of it, and then I'll and then I'll come to this. So, uh, really quickly about the the Senator Warren uh, tweet. So, I what I think what she is asking, and, and and you guys touched on this a little bit. I think she's asking the FTC to further scrutinize the deal, but I think she's asking them to scrutinize it based on a law that doesn't exist yet, right? That it's a correct. bill that, that, that she is trying to get passed, yes. right? And she's using sort of this deal to bring sort of awareness to that. And the trouble with that is the FTC does not, that's not really the purview of the FTC. They're looking at what the uh, harm or benefit will be to consumers, not necessarily employers. So it is a, a laudable goal that she wants to make sure workers are are well off and that's fine. For me, I think like Kay Asante said, um, look, I, they can scrutinize all they want. And if, if, uh, if, you know, Microsoft did anything illegal or whatever it is, then maybe the deal shouldn't go through, but I don't think that's the case. So I say, let them scrutinize, let them do what they want. But what, what she's asking for is actually not the purview of the FTC. And I think she knows that. And so does the FTC. They know that as well. So um, I, I say, let it go through. It's a big deal money wise and industry changing wise. So if it needs to be scrutinized, let it be scrutinized. 100%. You don't get huge deals like this every day and i think they can look all they want and what we're about to talk about or what all the things you just mentioned shows that it won't hinder competition we already know it won't lead to a monopoly and um there's one company that's raising prices and that's the one who's in the market leader position so Correct. it would probably be better for prices and competition if that one uh Got that one company in front had someone who was a closer competitor to them because they're raising prices because they can. Yeah. Right. That's and correct. but but like I said, we started the hashtag charge them more because their customers are very happy to pay these things. Right. Their, their customers <laughs> have these four thousand dollar PCs. They're happy to pay seventy dollars for games. They are uh, happy to pay eighteen dollars a month for Apparently, old games are all the rave now because I was told, why would you pay for a subscription service with old games? Mm -hmm. well, we were talking about back compat, but it's cool now. So <laughs> charge them. Charge them $20 a month. You know why? Because they got it. Now, um, so to, to the question about uh, strategy-wise, does this help? And what does this mean for Microsoft? What does the PlayStation Plus subscription, especially the premium one, mean for Microsoft? So here's the thing. Um, PlayStation now is a failed service, right? Yes. It just is. There's no other way to put it. So what Sony is doing here with, with the new 
PlayStation Plus offering is basically using, excuse me, PlayStation Plus to try to save um, PlayStation Now. They're, they're using PlayStation Plus and all its 46 million subscribers to, to, to basically prop up uh, PlayStation Now. And, and what, they're, what they're trying to do is basically, uh, and if you notice, Jim Ryan left themselves r- wiggle room in mm-hmm. case the market uh, shifts under their feet. So he can basically go to day and date now whenever they want, but he's going to yeah. basically milk the customers over there for every last dollar he can before he has to do so. And you know what? That's his job, right? Like Jim Ryan and the board have a fiduciary responsibility to their uh, shareholders, right? They got to make them the most money that they can or they're not doing their jobs. Yep. So I'm not mad at Jim Ryan and I'm not mad at Sony, right? You know who I do? What does grind my gears though? The people that are pretending like this is good, the people that are making the business argument for why it makes sense for Sony not to do day and date. I think it makes perfect sense for them to not to do day and date. And it's a simple equation. Why did Spider-Man No Way Home go exclusively to theaters? Why will Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness goes exclusively to theaters. Why did the Batman? Why did Endgame go exclusively to theaters? Because they will make more money, right? Yep. These corporations are not your friends and none of us expect them to be. But only in gaming in, in the in the in the gaming industry do you have people out there saying that's good. See, it's not good for you. What is good for the company's bottom line is not always good for you and I wish we could acknowledge that because every time we get together uh, as gamers, we see that change happens almost in real time, like over a weekend. Gamers get together and get mad about something over the week. By by Monday morning, it's changed. We've seen it with uh, the, the latest um, example of this is, is the Twitter uh, potentially being removed from Xbox, right? Yeah. We saw it with yes. The, we all we the all PS- we all spoke up and they put it back. Right. Yes. We saw it with the PSP store. We saw it with the Horizon uh, upgrade path. We saw it with the ten dollar with the ten dollar a month uh, Xbox Live Gold. But when we when when we keep arguing, because I want to be clear about what's happening, and I know I'm, I'm on a soapbox a little bit, and I'll get off. But what's happening here? Is you soapbox? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sony has Continue, good sir. Telegraphed this pricing, and they're gauging how the market is looking at it. And if all their all their fans, because they don't want to lose an argument with you and I, right? They don't want to admit that they were wrong. They're going to say this pricing is fine. Then guess what? Sony's going to keep that pricing, and everyone has oh. to deal with it. Right. And so I just wish we could get together and acknowledge, hey, you may not be able to do day and date, but what you but you are asking for more money than the competition. So it's coming out of my same account. Right. You might be you. These two services may have different goals, but they're asking for my money. And it is it is right for me to say, hey, what are you offering to ask for that kind of money? And I I, and and as long as their people keep championing like this is good and it makes sense then they're never gonna you know lower the prices and that's why we still have 70 dollars games from them because their customers are happy to pay it so charge them more charge them a hundred dollars a game maybe then they'll get what we're trying to say right no. anyway now what does this mean to microsoft i think now that playstation plus is no longer a um 
a, a service fee and now it's a subscription service. If you look at it now, they have 50 million subscribers, right? Now that it's merged, right? So mm -hmm. if if um, you, you can look at, like the FTC can look at the Activision deal under a few different lenses, right? They can look, say, well, will this be a monopoly? Everybody with sense agrees that this is not going to be a monopoly. Correct. But there's a different purview that you can look at. You can say, well, will this lead to a monopoly in a um, for game subscription services, right? But now that there are 50 million, 50 million subscribers from, right, from the market leader, right? You are they're double now if we're talking about subscription service to subscription service. So you can't even say that it will lead to a monopoly as a subscription service now. Now I don't but PlayStation know can't become a, a monopoly with a subscription service if they're not offering if they're not holding back games within the subscription service. Like if if uh PlayStation had their games day and date, their exclusives, you could say the exclusives were hidden behind there, but they're already exclusive to the platform. So um, the, the whole thing when you talked about going to the theater, when you said they're going to put uh, Doctor Strange at the theater yeah, yep. and then they'll put it on Disney Plus, like that's the whole thing about offering the options. Even Xbox says, like they go crazy about Game Pass, but you can always buy that game digitally yes. and own it forever. Most times you could buy the disc if you have to have a, if you like to be a physical game purchaser. So these games are never locked behind the service. When Phil says our games will be exclusive to places where Game Pass exists, really what is he, he's saying is if, if you play on Xbox, if you're an Xbox customer, you could play our games almost anywhere and in any way you want. So there's when Boom's trying to set up this whole premise that, uh, this Activision Blizzard thing could get passed because here's Sony flexing big guns with their subscription service. It uh, also ties back to how Boom said they bought seven studios in the past year and a half. Right. So that I think that is more of a telltale sign, which Boom was setting up earlier really well about how they're going to uh, expand and uh, everybody's buying stuff. So gaming's getting bigger and bigger and it's not hiding people away and it's not restricting them. So it's not a monopoly. Right. And, and, and that, that's really the point, right? So they're, they're going to look at whether it's a monopoly, they're going to look at whether they uh, are killing nascent competitors, right? And you can't say that now that you have the game subscription service, but they're also going to look at whether it will increase prices for consumers. But right now, the market leader is, is increasing prices. So <laughs> the market leader actually needs more competition so that they will actually have to compete on price because right now they don't have to. So I this is why I say, uh, senators can write whatever letters they want. I think uh, when the FTC looks at this and they are going to scrutinize it, it's a $70 billion deal. If you thought that this was just going to go uh, without a second look or without people um, you know, using this for whatever other purpose, if you thought palms weren't going to get greased, I have a bridge to sell you, right? Like th this was inevitable. It's just a matter of which senator was going to use it. I'm surprised it wasn't like AOC and my congressperson, mm -hmm. Jamal Bowman. Very good congressperson. I voted for him. I like him. I'm just saying they're really on the side of like what I, I'll ask everyone on the panel this. What large corporate merger haven't this group spoken out against? Right? So I think we, sh I think we should have expected this. Now, um, I do think that 
if you look at the moves that Sony's making, if you look at the size they are in the market, if you look at the services they're offering, if you look at how they're using their position as market leaders, right? Locking consumers out of content, raising prices, having more expensive subscription services while offering less. I think anyone looking at that is going to say, hey, well, I mean, this is just, this is sort of par for the course, right? Right? Everybody's buying studios. They they won't be the number one in terms of subscription count, in terms of revenue, in terms of IPs, in terms of, you name the category, this won't, this is not a slam dunk for them to be number one. If anything, I think the Activision deal, as much as I don't care about it, just levels the playing field a little bit more. Yeah. So and 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 um place the new PlayStation Now service um which again I do think that they will go day and date and and um but they're going to do it at the last possible moment. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think anyone looking at this like really is going to see that and I think they're just going to have to do saber rattling. They're going to have to look like they're 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 against this thing. You can you can't go for two years saying we're against big tech mergers and then uh, we're against big tech companies using their money to, you know, do things in the market. And then a $70 billion deal happens and they were just like, oh, hum, right? Whether <laughs> it's going to go through or not, they have to do this. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it, 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 listen, you make, make perfect sense. Colt, I, I want to bring you in on the conversation because you heard the way Everborn broke it down. This also comes on the heels that uh, Sony had an opportunity to add something I thought I think very incredibly important to this 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 service and that was to remove the $10 upgrade fee that Microsoft <laughs> gives us for free they, they did not included Crunchyroll also. They could, yeah, they Funimation. could have included Funimation or Crunchyroll for uh -huh. that matter, and 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 they didn't. They, those services are being offered separately, and we're still, and I say we because I've done it, paid the extra $10 for a game that was upgraded when you see Microsoft uh, doesn't charge that. They give it to us for free. What, what are your thoughts on, on, on this, on, on the way it was painted? Uh, I mean, it's been a long time coming uh, in it's such a bad way that uh, these publishers and these platforms wanted so badly to charge us extra for patches and for upgrades and for next generation versions. And they continue to perpetuate what they thought was okay with the older consoles that couldn't move up to the next generation. So uh, PlayStation is a massive part of it. When you're a big, when you're way in the top three in the gaming sphere and you call the shots where you say, we feel like we can't afford to put our games day and date. And we feel like our games are worth $70. I really wanted to jump in like 15 minutes ago when we were talking about that because we just watched Xbox break historic high-rated yes. first-party games last year. Yep. They swept at the Game Awards with the most nomination and the most awards overall from their studios they own or they are owning, and uh, which is really great. And I, I have the I, top I, five slots for publishers, right? Yeah, and, and well, I like I puff my chest up because for years. Well, I was a massive Xbox fan during the Xbox One generation. They had four studios, basically, basically just four studios. And they yeah. sat, they rode the pie, and they sat in the dugout. They didn't do anything but choose Sunflower Season and watch the ball game happen. <laughs> Shout out to me playing LB the show today, uh, uh, 22. Amazing fun. But anyway, ridiculous. Hey, that, hey, Colt, uh, <laughs> hey, Colt, I thought uh, being in a subscription service will lower the quality of games. Absolutely. And there I am playing MLB the show, 22. 
PlayStation can't put their game in this service, but Xbox sure as heck will do it. And yeah. why? The only reason why MLB The Show 22 is in that service is because Xbox paid. And if you think that uh, it must be that PlayStation is not a, a doesn't want to give PlayStation Studio San Diego some extra bread to go into the service because you have to do that. You have to go to the studio and say, "Hey, San Diego Studios, um, we want to go into this PlayStation Premium service." Uh, but we got to make it worth your while because obviously you're going to lose some uh, physical sales and some digital sales outright for people who sub. We're going to make tons of residual revenue stream from the subscription service. So, you know, we got to scratch each other's back. What is it going to cost to bring that game to our service? It's a win-win for everybody. And then what they do is they cut them a check and then they put the game in the service and everyone gets rich. But but PlayStation doesn't see it. Here's the, We're going to talk about this on my show as well, this part of it. Boom. This is so great. I'm so excited. You got me amped. <laughs> but we're going to talk about how Jim Ryan is stuck between a very difficult situation between his American leadership and his Japanese leadership, yeah. who seem to have different ideas of what they want to do with the subscription service. And I think we know who's calling the shots. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. It can get a little crazy. Yeah, yeah I hey, mean, listen. Hey, the, hey, boom. Boom. Yes, can, sir. Can I, can I just add one more point? Please, by all means. <laughs> When we talk about these subscription services, I want everybody to understand there is one company who thought you as a customer were worth spending $100 billion to put content into the service they're asking you for $15 for day and date. Yeah. And then there's mm -hmm. another company who's asking you for $18 and they won't even tell you what's going in the service. You're going to pay for it and you're going to like it Yeah, because they don't think you deserve it. Yeah. So all of this you've been doing about defending this and defending that and making sense for this, they don't think you're worth day and day. I just yeah. want, I just wanted to leave leave everybody with that. Well, so. it's a great point, Mag. Why don't you pick up that fumble and uh, yeah. and run with it, brother? Uh, obviously, there's a lot to be said about this deal. Uh, Seventy billion dollars, nearly. Yeah. Is uh is it's the, it's the biggest in Microsoft history for sure. Uh, with that said, though, we also have to take into account that um, the market leader seems to be doing um, things that don't necessarily benefit its customer. And right. Microsoft, who is in third place, continues to push the envelope on making value even more valuable. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on, on, on this? Can what Sony has done actually be a talking point for Microsoft's attorneys? They don't even have to say anything. They literally could just pull up the, ch the chart of what PlayStation is, or what Sony's doing, and just go like this. You know, like that Will Smith meme? Not the slapping one. You know, the other one where he goes like this with the hands? He could just do that with the hands and then just say, you see that? And then they could just walk out of the courtroom. It's over. It's done. They could just drop the mic or whatever, the, the gavel. They could just drop the gavel and leave and just be like, that's it. Done. Uh, anyway, all joking aside, yes, absolutely what Sony's doing. I mean, they're trying to. What's happening is here is that, the, yes, they are the market leaders. But what they're trying to do, and it seems that they're trying to dictate more control of that market leader position. And the reason why, I first of all, I don't know. Well, I know one of the reasons why is because they know that their fans will basically do whatever they say yeah and the thing is people think that charge that's, them more exactly charge <laughs> them more you think the corporations don't know you don't think they have people who listen to our our phones are listening to us right now i could talk to you and say guys i need to buy a new pair of pants all of a sudden i look up facebook they got pants advertisements all the way down it the point is they're listening 
to everything we're saying. And Sony, Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, they're all listening and they know. And they know that if there's people out there who will bend over backwards, do all kinds of mental gymnastics in order to make it work or to make it sound positive, they know they will continue to purchase the product. Now, at the same time, I'm going to push back a little bit here. You got to say for the most part, for the most part, guys, not everything. Let's not pick apart, you know, every little thing here. Sony does deliver quality games. Um, there, there, no one would dare challenge that. I, you, I have talked can't. up Sony's first party stuff for years. I buy yes. all of I own a PlayStation 5 specifically to support PlayStation Studios because I love the single player story driven adult themed content that they well, provide. There's no doubt. You know, you know, right now, boom, uh, is, is, uh, I'm playing the um, I'm trying to platinum all five Uncharted games. Right. Good on and, you, brother. Yeah. So I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done four, by the way. I've done four out of five. The last <laughs> one I'm doing is Lost Legacy. Hey, Asante is going to have something to say to you. Nasty. Oh, after hey, the show, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Shake your head, Asante. Shake it all you want. <laughs> Anyways, the, the point is, is that when I'm playing, I was playing Lost Legacy today. I'm playing on the, uh, the PlayStation 5. I got that Legacy of Thieves edition, uh, you know, the PS5 upgrade, whatever, which mm -hmm. they charge me for. But anyways, the point is, is that. It is quality. So when it comes down to all these things, they try to dictate more expensive games, or, or not more expensive games, excuse me, uh, charging more for their games. And, and, uh, and of course, for the subscription service for their, let's face it, mainly legacy titles, right? You're not getting new titles right off the rip and going into that service. You're getting these legacy titles. They're basically kind of leaning on, that, on their previous generation's greatness, quote unquote, right? And they are great. There's no question about it, but... They do back it up when they do release something. Yes, Horizon Forbidden West got all kinds of bugs and this, that, and the other thing, remember, right? However, if you boil it down and you peel it apart and you get, okay, well, you know, uh, Aloy gets stuck in the side of a mountain. Besides all that, it's a great game, right? And so, and then look at Uncharted, a great game at the end of the day. Maybe not, uh, you know, uh, what's it called there? Uh, Grand Transaction uh, 7, maybe not as good. However, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> uh, you know, games like that. But anyway, the point is they back it up with that. But there are egregious things that I do not agree with. For example, I think it was Everborn and Asante were talking about it. They why not, why not add Crunchyroll into the mix? You know, this is a multimedia company. They own film studios. They're coming off big, uh, big wins, big W's for like, well, let's face it, most of it was Disney. But, you know, like Spider-Man No Way Home and stuff like that. And then, of course, the Venom series didn't do too badly, considering they were released during the pandemic. <clears throat> Maybe Morbius, not so much. Excuse me. Uh, they could have done the Funimation thing, the Crunchyroll thing. That could have been in the $18 thing. How about the $10 upgrade situation, right, for features that I already own? Mm -hmm. Okay, why why do I have to keep paying for things that I bought? I've said it a million times. It's like me buying a car, and they're saying, oh, you want to use a steering wheel? It's an extra 1000 bucks." I'm like, I bought it with the steering wheel, you know. So they anyway, sold you a console for five hundred dollars that has better, that has better power, and they've got this kit so the developers can just unleash the power of sixty frames on every game, and they're charging for it. It's yeah, well, absolutely see, ridiculous. Th th those are the things that basically is is just supporting Microsoft's situation because Microsoft is giving you those things for free. You remember, Colt? You remember this? I, I, I've said it on this panel a million times. It was about four years ago, maybe actually, maybe it's five years ago in E3. And Phil Spencer said, he goes, all your games going forward will be upgraded for free. Yeah. And mm -hmm. one guy in the back went, <laughs> because they didn't understand the impact of that statement. It was Colt probably that was clapping. He was there. Uh, you know. So anyway, <laughs> the point Hooray! is, <laughs> they, they, they knew 
that Sony was going to charge. I have a feeling they knew Sony was going to charge. And I think that Microsoft at that time thought that that was a selling point. But the fans had no clue. They're like, well, yeah, why wouldn't it be upgraded for free? PC's been doing that forever, right? Your, mm-hmm. ba- you know, your games are based on what kind of a rig you own. Yes. So they thought that that was part of the equation. Then all of a sudden, three years later, when Sony says, uh-uh, that statement from Phil Spencer now screams like an incantation from Elden Ring that can blow the hair off a troll. Okay, yep. that's what it like. That's how powerful that statement is now. Now that you hear that, the other thing is too. Uh, you know the, um, the the PS Plus, this new PS Plus. There's another situation there. You're going to be playing. Let's face it, ninety percent older games, right? PS3, PS2, streaming, this and that. Blah 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 blah. Are any of those games getting upresed? Negative. Are any of them getting FPS boosts? Nope. Are any of them getting? You are ray playing tracing? the PlayStation Two, One, and whatever else. How it was back in 1993. Because they haven't figured out a way to charge more to do it because it would sound like a contradiction. Yeah. Because it would be a contradiction to their selling points that is going on now. Because can you imagine if they charge me the 10 bucks or whatever, uh, 20 bucks, whatever the hell it was for the up uh, for the Legacy of Thieves edition? But then all of a sudden I get to play Uncharted 3 on streaming on the PS Plus and it's already been up res and all that kind of stuff. They have literally painted themselves in a corner with this situation. Mm -hmm. And that is why it makes them look so much worse. And and that's why it's making Microsoft looking that much better. There is not a doubt in my mind that this deal is going to go through. There's absolutely zero reason why it won't go through. I think the only reason why people feel like it's not going to go through is because they want something to talk about for the next year because gaming news is slow. And E3 is canceled. I think that's really all it is. Anyways, that's all I had to say. No, no, great stuff. Uh, let, 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 let's bring in Kay Asante on the conversation. You and I were talking, and uh, you, you, I had asked you, had you spoken to Everborn? You're like, no, not yet. So I said, let me let me paint the picture for you. What, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on what the panel has, has spoken about so far? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree by and large. I, say, I think that, honestly... I didn't think that I don't I don't think that they needed Sony to do this in order for the deal to go through because as has already been established the deal is going through 100%. Well, okay. The deal is going through 80%. And why am I saying 80%? Because when when senators like get other senators to get involved in this and it becomes a snowballing effect, whether or not they're all carnival barkers or not, it tends to have an effect. So we're we're gonna we're gonna pay attention and see how many more will throw themselves on this ridiculous notion. But if a lot more do, that may that may bring more attention to this than necessary. But as we've already established, any any smart individual, anybody that pays any attention to this stuff, recognizes that this is absolutely ridiculous, and there's just no reason where why why this should go this should happen anywhere else than than to actually work because uh, the the argument they that they have put forth does not hold any water right so i don't think that that's the problem that's that's not the case this whole thing is absolutely hilarious because it all comes it, it's in this stew of, of 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 like perfect storm like as mag was saying you know uh, they're not offering that much uh, they're not offering as much value but they're offering way more in, in price you know and mag uh, I I disagree with you on one thing, but not not the reason why you think. Uh, I honestly think, and, and and I get that you say that they, they they don't have they have not come up with a way of charging you more. That's why they don't. But truth be told, if you look at the technology, 
it is impossible for them to do what, what Microsoft does today because the underlining technology that Microsoft does allows you to do all these extra things. And PlayStation, to, to emulate what those extra things that the consumer gets would require a whole team to actually do real hard work. Well, Not yeah, to say Microsoft, they, 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 they invested in an infrastructure. That's right. That's right. In, yes. in order to make this happen. I mean, like, look at yes. the backwards compatibility team. It that's exactly the point. Like three guys yes. in the basement. It was, like, yes. it was a team. Yeah. Not to say that, 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 that uh, uh, Ronald and the rest of them aren't working hard to do this, but the hard work they did was to emulate hardware. And they did that a long time ago. And then they keep doing that. The the next operating system, the one that's the series console, that's also emulated. The Xbox One, that's also emulated. So when you do that, once that's established in your ecosystem, then whenever you want to upgrade anything, it's all about manipulating the virtual hardware rather than manipulating the actual code. And one thing that most people... If if you know how they they do this whole process, you're going to say manipulating the customers, but go ahead. <laughs> well, that's, well, you know that's a whole different. That's thing. another company's job. Well, that's, that's, that's a whole different company. That's, that's yes. Sony's See, and this became a big thing that people uh, uh, sort of caught wind on during the the cyberpunk situation, where it's like, oh, we allow these guys to just release things that they want to because they are trusted individuals, and if you screw up, oh boy. Everyone can see it for themselves. That's when you learned that, oh, there's a, there's a profiling process that has to go through. Once you're all said and done, the, the powers that be at QA must qualify the code to say, okay, it is now pristine, ready for consumer, consumer uh, 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 attention. The minute you go in to touch that code, you got to requalify the whole thing again. Costs a lot of money. Costs a lot of resources, a lot of man hours. There is no way PlayStation can do that unless they virtualize their hardware which they cannot do. That's why you see PlayStation 3 can only be streamed. It's really funny why that is, by the way. Small tangent on my part. You know, you can get a couple kids in their basement to emulate PS3, but you can't get Sony SIE to do the same. It's neither here nor there. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yes, you know, this whole thing is very half-baked. It seems very half-baked to me. It seems that uh, I think it was I think it was Hope Law that said it, and I completely agree with him. It seems that they they've dipped their toe in a little bit, and they're not really committed to what we think they should be committed to. They, you know, we we as consumers and gamers see the train barreling down the tracks that is Game Pass and Microsoft and their wild to open and the Giants awake and all your analogies. They keep going. Eh, We'll be all right. Let's dip our toes in a little bit. They, they don't want day and date. Nah, they'll be fine. Oh, by the way, let's change the name of PlayStation Plus, call it Essential, and remove the PlayStation Plus collection, which no one's complaining about right now. If what? you, yeah, that oh, 25, oh, 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 oh there you go, Mr. Eastwood. I'm teaching you something. You have a PlayStation I Plus. Was so, in, uh, I have uh-huh. that. I thought it was uh-huh. in addition to the 25 oh, games. Oh, oh. When it turns into essential, if you are uh, if you are back subscribed like me till 2024, then you'll see that PlayStation Plus collection until 2024. The minute your subscription renews and you are part of the official Essentials, it's gone because Essentials has no library of games. Only Extra does. They've taken PlayStation Plus collection away from the people, but no one seems to know this, or it hasn't been a big it hasn't become a bigger deal than it should be. You know, there's a lot of half-baked things going on right now. <laughs> you know, there really is. It's now, just, you know. Once that gets out, I would imagine they're going to have to walk that. Yeah. Down. 
Yeah, because all of us, and 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 I, I'm I'm being presumptuous in saying all of us, but PlayStation players, by and large, you have the PlayStation Plus, uh, uh, PlayStation Plus subscription service, which is a great collection, by the way. Which is a good collection. Yeah, I don't use it for multiplayer. I don't play multiplayer as much, but it's still a service. I have a PS5. I'm a happy PS5 user, so I have that right. And I did not buy Persona 5. I have Persona 4. So I use this to play Persona 5. I use this to play a few other like so, games hey, that hey, I had missed. Hey, Kay Asante, like, yes, I, I'll say this. I, I, actually, I love the PlayStation collection because, mm -hmm. as you know, before yes, this well. generation started, I took like mm -hmm. five years off of gaming. So I got God of War. I got um, uh, Uncharted, Uncharted 4. Uh -huh. I got Persona 5 and Horizon Zero Dawn, and these mm -hmm. are all games that I hadn't played before. So okay, so me, so like, quick update, quick update, for, for, forgive me, I don't mean to, uh, to interrupt you, but we, ha we have the best main in the business, Mr. Jeff Grubb in the chat, saying that they did mention it, but everywhere, every single place you see them define Grubb, the PlayStation Plus Thank Essentials, when, when you see them define the Essentials collection, the, the, the Essentials uh, tier, they never, ever include the PlayStation Plus collection. It is never written anywhere. So I want to see that, please. Now, but continue, I, Everborn, you were saying. Yeah, I want to ask you and everybody a question. Mm -hmm. How many people do we really think are actually going to go to extra or premium, right? Because everybody right now yeah. has PlayStation Plus. And a, a lot of people on Twitter says, yeah, I have both. So it's not, a, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be upgraded. But only 3 million or 3.5 million people uh, or maybe less are subscribed to PlayStation now. So 46 million people are subscribed to PlayStation Plus today. How yep. many of them do we think upgrade to uh, extra or premium? I mean, you save about five bucks if you upgrade to extra versus when it was just PlayStation Plus you and you added now. PlayStation now in the first place yeah. and nobody yeah. really wants that. Or they have proven not to want it. Well, I guess that, that'll, depend on, that'll depend on if they just rebrand it and then move on rather than adding more value. Right now, if it's just a rebrand, I think you're absolutely right. There's just no way that anybody will just go, now it's called extra, so I want it now, right? If it's the same value that it was before, I don't think that'll change anything, but it they, they at least are showing signs of life by rebranding it and, you know, although we disagree with, with what they've done with it, they're at least doing something with it. So that tells me that there's hope, they're listening, they're watching, you know? Uh, and Jim Ryan, and I think even in the in in many of the in many of the reports, it does say that there's more to come before it's official and all of that. So there's there's chance for them to add more benefit to it. Hence your your crunchy rolls, your Funimations. There's there's still moves to be made that hopefully they will they will get the the message and make moves on, right? But if they don't rebrand, if if it's all it is is a rebrand, then it's yeah, then it's DOA. I, I suspect. To, yeah. To to me, it feels like they were not ready to announce this, and then probably mm -hmm. because Bloomberg and other outlets got the, the maybe Jeff Grubb also got the Jump drop on, on them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. had to say something because they a had to say something. Yep. Was uh you know forming around the price and it being too high. So I think mm -hmm. they wanted to kind of get people gauge what people thought about this pricing and get their head used to it before they unveil what they're going to unveil. I, I, I think a lot of this stuff is still in flux, not saying they'll yeah. go day and date, but what they're offering, uh, I think they just like, look, it's out here, the leak, then then larger prices were coming out. Now, mm -hmm. cynical minds may think maybe they leaked the larger price so that they can make you feel like not as <laughs> So bad. they can go, bam, we, we, we did a good thing. <laughs> we did better. Yeah. So, no, no. Yes. Yeah. 
Hey, one more thing about um this the the whole FTC thing. Mm-hmm. You know who's awfully quiet? I know a lot of senators are saying things. Lena Khan's awfully quiet, right? She asked her, you know, they asked for the, the second look. Microsoft mm-hmm. provided the, the documents that they asked for. They're in the middle of providing those things. And they're not coming out and saying anything crazy about the deal. What yeah. what has the FTC actually said? No, they haven't said anything. And because and when they have a problem with something, they go public with it quick. Yeah, no. Yeah, but Lena Khan in the in the past hasn't been so grandstandy and vocal. Like she's been out in the in the public sphere, but she seems to be taking this far more seriously than than the senators seem to be. So hopefully that means she's not going to be swayed by ridiculousness, which is what's going on now. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, we got we got ten minutes left to the show. I also I, I we got we got to get wandering Dutch and we're gonna get out of here, folks. Listen, I know there's been a lot of super chats, and I promise I will read them tomorrow on on the Xbox Factor podcast. But because we're pressed for time, I didn't want to obviously get you know hold up the show with the conversation because today's only a 90-minute show as opposed to the normally two plus hours. But wandering Dutch, you've heard everyone's points. And everyone's opinions on it. But I, I'm interested, and I think the, the 500 people that we have here are interested to get yours. Where do you personally fall on Microsoft potentially being handed this gift from PlayStation, considering that they have done everything that Microsoft has not? And, uh, and, I, and the last time I checked, the FTC was to make sure that competition remained healthy, that the consumer wasn't the one getting bent over a barrel. And you, as you can see, Sony has done very, very questionable consumer-based moves that don't seem to be in our best interest. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's, there's a lot, it's, it, there's a lot and a little to it at the same time. Um, if you have a look at just primarily the the amount, like you said, it's, it's an automatic transition for PS Plus to go straight, or PS Plus subscribers, which is 40 million plus currently, straight over to um, the new PlayStation Collection or PlayStation Plus Extra tiers, whatever tier it is that they fall into, even if you say that the vast majority have fallen into the middle tier, which is $15 a month, um, not $18 a month, whatever it is, um, then you're automatically gaining from that $40 million if they're based on just that and not anybody upgrading to the $18 tier, just that $7.2 billion per year. Um, just on that subscription revenue. So um, when when Jim Ryan's saying we can't, we it's not in our in our thoughts to put games day and date on that service because we it probably wouldn't be financially beneficial. I, I think that's a joke. <laughs> it has to be if he's looking at the finances. You, you you're making seven point two billion. You're not spending seven point two billion on investment in your games. Um, each one of your games. Or even your mega hit games are costing somewhere in, in, in the region of 50 million to 100 million to create. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the larger ones, 150 at a push. Um, they're not spending that all of the time on every game. So you, 7.2 billion per year, um, you're still making a man, monumental profit on, on what you're creating in the first place. Um, from a financial perspective, um, if that one person is upgrading to um, to $18 per month, that's $240 per year from that person, which equates to three of your exclusives per year. So they're still paying for the three out of the four potential ones that you're releasing on a yearly basis, which they'd be spending that money on anyway, getting your games. 
then it's you're not losing out anything. You're still making money on third parties. You're still making money on what is going to now be your uh, live service games and your your microtransactions and your DLCs and your add-ons, etc. So your your revenue is going to increase year on year. So in terms of the financial aspect of it, I, I don't. I think Jim Ryan's probably being intentional. I don't even think it's being naive. I think he's just. He's keeping his card close to his chest at this point and saying things that he doesn't mean. Yeah. Um, personally, and we, we know when he said generations, I think his his original idea was, of course, to, to only go on to the next gen. Um, but then not being able to ship units quick enough is is forced their hand in, in order to bring that back. Um, but that's another another topic for another day. Primarily for, for, for Xbox, all this does is just shine a light on what they're producing um, and what they're giving to consumers for the money that they're spending. Um, and, of course, they're doing day and date. Um, they have, of course, you can mention the, the awesome games that they've already brought out day and date, but even now the, the service is still not fully steamrolled. It isn't really at its, at its peak as yet. Um, the vast majority of the of the games that we're speaking of are still in production that are going to be coming out day and date. They're not in true fluidity. Um, when when the actual pipeline of these forty odd fifty games that are currently in development at first party studios at Microsoft start to roll in year on year, that's when the 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 peak of the of the uh, service really starts to shine. Um, and again, I think at that so, point, it really does put the pressure on Sony to make a move. It does, and you know what it is? It's it's not even just the pressure. I think it's when when Sony really start crunching the numbers and have a look at just how much money can be made from a service, because the games are still there to be purchased at the end of the day. So people yep. like me will be buying games as well as paying for a subscription service. So and now I'm, I'm spending more on games than I ever did. Yep. Even though I've got a subscription service, which is just backwards, you would think it would be the complete opposite, but it isn't. So I've still purchased the the top tier version of Forza Horizon, even though it's in there. I still purchase. I mean, we even look at the fact that it's it essentially had two million people playing early access on Forza Horizon before it even sold. Yeah, uh, officially, and that was that was the forty dollar upgrade uh, pair that they had put yeah. out there. Yeah. It was either $40 or $100 was getting spent, and that's 2 million people spending that amount. So either way, you've got 2 million people spending to get early access to that game. And PlayStation can really take advantage of things like that. If you if you, you can play day one or early access two days earlier, and you can play an extra X amount, and Sony like to make money, it's a business at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You're telling but, me that happened. But you, happened you know what? Let, let, let me ask you something, Dutch. Yeah. Wouldn't that require them to actually like tell you when that is coming or, hey, we're going to do this? I feel like it, it, it would benefit them to provide that data, provide that information to yeah, they're, us they're, people they're, who are buying, right? Coin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems like they're not doing that. Like, it makes no sense to me. I would want that would, that would separate me from my dollars easier. You know, I'm surprised that they don't do that. Well, why do you think that it, it is in their best interest not to do that? I don't get it. Yeah, it's it, it's it, it is strange, and you know what it is. They could even uh, if you have a look at the top tier one, like the eighteen dollars. The vast majority of people have looked at that eighteen dollars and said it's not worth it. I'm sticking to the middle bracket. 
the middle bracket's the best one that there is there currently. Mm-hmm. Even the, the most diehard say no, no bueno on the yeah, yeah, exactly. So why don't you, if you if you're going to really test the waters on the top tier one, right? You've still got the middle, you've still got the lower end, the the extra or the essential, whatever it is. Why don't you then have the top top tier one, twenty five dollars, and they get early access, they get day one access, twenty five dollars. Yeah, no, it, it, you, it, you listen, know what's, what's something else they what, could do? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You just revert the price and back to normal. <laughs> what? What? Something I was sorry, boom. Just this will take okay. two seconds. Something I was hoping they would do, and like this was like a layup. They could say we're not doing day and date, but we're going to give you a window. And they could say, listen, all of our games, first party games, will be in this service six, six months, months after. after after release. Yeah, and yep. you, and you just know that, and you have that. As 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 sort of the confidence as a customer, and I could even live with that. I, they won't, I could you know, you know why they, they won't do that? that because there's going to be a subset of people that will wait. God that will say, you know right? what? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold <laughs> off getting the single player game because I am playing something else over here or over there. So but, it's seventy. But, but bucks. hold on, how much of how much of a subscription would I have paid if I waited six months of giving them money every month? I, they'd make it back anyway. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what they're not getting anything well now. A year over over the course of a year, they're still making the same money that off you as they would if you purchased them games outright anyway. Yes. The difference being is that you're going to be able to spend that money. Well, essentially, that money that you'd usually spend on paying for their first party, you're spending on paying for everything else that's in their store that they automatically get a kickback for anyway. So because you're saving money in one area, you're automatically spending it in another area, which is why Game Pass is it, showing it, to be yeah. in, in what now, showing the growth in sales across the board for third party and indies, not just the first party. Like the first party is sec- essentially, okay, yeah, we make money on first party. That's great, but that's not the concern. Like the concern for us is where this third party money is coming from. If you have a look at the breakdown of costs and earnings from where, fir- where Sony get their money from, it's nothing to do with a first party. Like first no, it's party, all microtransactions, it's brother. Right that high. Yeah, it's, it's all very third small. party microtransactions. That's what it is. Yeah. Services, third party microtransactions. So if all of those are selling more, you're earning more. If your first party is going as part of a little bargain bucket, then do it. It's not going to detract from how their quality. And the one thing that I take away from Jim Ryan's statement as well is, is to, to somehow magically say that if we're putting these games in a service that the quality is going to degrade, that's not that's having very little faith in the studio's quality in the first place. You're saying that because it's going into a service, your studios are going to care less. Yeah, about it's, it's, it's games? you know what? That hold on, no hold sense. on to that that point one second, Dutch, because I want to. I, I definitely want you to finish. Colt, let's get you on out of here, brother. You got your show literally starting or should be starting momentarily. Yeah, and yeah. obviously the mag is. We'll get the mag out of here to over there, and I will be there momentarily. Colt, please by all means sell your brand. Tell everyone where we're going to be for the next ninety to uh, uh, two hours. I want to. I want to <laughs> sell. I want to sell your brand. Like this is a great show. I, you, I had a good time. Like I know all these guys here, so. It's it's nice to be home with uh, people that I hang out with and get to talk to and get to. This is like our chance to meet, so I'm really happy. Thank you so much. Um, I'll hey, get the hey, show set hey, up. Oh, I, I told Dealer this when I was on RDX. Uh, you, uh, Rand, and Dealer, and and Boom, you as well, and I and what you guys got me back into gaming. We appreciate so, that. You know, oh, doing, thank you doing so much. Show with, with with you guys is a it's a big deal. So. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I, really I mean, listen, Colton, it was great having you here. I saw a lot of new faces. Hopefully, 
folks who enjoyed the banter. If you if you are, and I got yelled at by not you really yelled at, but uh, kind of schooled, <laughs> if you will, from Randall Thor, who is a oh. very good friend of mine. Oh. He always he always tells me, "Boom, you don't ask." enough for people to hit the like button you don't ask enough for people oh, to yeah. the channel and he's right he's 100 percent right for doing so so if you are someone that's just found the channel and you're going to transition over to colts uh right now consider subscribing uh we hit 10k this year it's a long time coming i've only been you doing youtube for four years and i hit 10k in four years uh the goal would be to hit 12 by the end of 2022 and we're on that way we're at 10 thousand subscribe 10,400 as of this evening and we'll be 1600 away from uh, from 12k that would be a big deal uh remember folks I, I came in late I'm an old man I'm 51 years old um and I, I can't i came in late to the game this is a young man's game yeah. and somehow or another i was able to build an audience with being honest and forthcoming and transparent and um i love what i do and i do four live shows per week this week I'm doing five. That's right. On this Wednesday at 1 p.m., I'm bringing back, thanks to Mrs. Boomstick, the Creator Spotlight. And I'm going to be bringing to you the uh, a podcast from the U.K., uh, the Grumpy Gamers podcast. I'm going to be sitting down with my mates, and you're going to get to learn about them, their show, how it transpired, and the hot topics of the week. It's going to be going live 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday, and of course, you know the, the drill. But Cole, thank you for being here, brother. We will see you on your channel momentarily. Mag, thank yep. you, brother, for being thank here. Thank you so much, guys. We, we will hit the like you. button. Thank show you, your sir. support to Boom. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. See you guys over on my channel, and Absolutely, I'll bring Boom brother. and Mag over. We'll right, see you. Mag, I'll see you over there in a minute, right. brother. Gentlemen, but, uh, have a good one. We'll see yes, you guys. Thank you, brother. Uh, Dutch, please, by all means, fin finish your point because you were really, you're really putting it down. I think it's incredibly important. Uh, one of the things I find, I mean, I, listen, I'm not petty, folks. You've been watching me for years. One of the things that I thought, and I, I could be wrong, but I don't think I was, when Jim Ryan specifically said, if we put our games into a service, it would hurt quality, he, that was a shot at Microsoft. Because for many, many years, their games weren't up to the Sony uh, par, if you will. Um, and last year, well, I don't know. They were publisher of the year. So just go you figure. Wasn't publisher of the year? <laughs> well, yeah. And whose games were in the service and whose games weren't? There you go. Okay. And, and you know what's, what's funny? They've had such quote-unquote greatness for so long, but they've never been publisher of the year? That's mm. weird. Yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> Dutch, you know? continue, my brother. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just strange for him to make that comment saying that he's, he he suspects the games would suffer. That would all that shows to me is that he's then less willing to spend money on um, on these developers yes. that he has already in house if he puts them in a service, which it's kind of counterproductive in business, as Jim Ryan will know. You have to invest in order to get out of it. You cannot just assume business is going to be profitable if you don't invest in it in the first place. So you're going to have to, much like Game Pass, Game Pass was not profitable. It is still, at, to this stage, not a profitable, well, it potentially might be now, but it wasn't a profitable service very long ago. If not, it was just kicking on equals um, in terms of what it is creating, etc. And that's because you have to spend money on it first. They've spent an, an, an you got to spend money to make money. My pop taught yeah, me that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, but but Dutch, Dutch, at, Dutch, at what point 
do we stop taking Jim Ryan seriously? Like, how many times does he like he just says what he needs to say in the moment to suit whatever his goal is at that time, and then he will do a complete about face. So we can't say that this speaks to what he believes. He's just saying it because he needs to be read. He's trying to juggle both sides. He's trying to please the fans and the business people. And that is a problem. You can you can you can say one or the other. Now the the thing is, they've both got juggling acts to do, and I think Jim Ryan's trying to juggle more pleasing the fans than he is the business people right now. Uh, in fact, sorry, it would be the other way around, trying to please the business people than he would the fans. Um, and on on more of a consumerism front, um, the games are great. There's nobody ever going to deny that. But there is a, there is absolutely no benefit in a normal consumer sticking up for paying more money for something like what why does that benefit why does paying more money for something benefit you as a consumer i wish people would get away from that like that is not it's an anti for yourself it makes no sense to i i categorically stand up for paying more money for something would you do are you standing up for going to the petrol pump and paying more for your gas and ridiculous (laughs) yeah it's preposterous no. at best. Are you, pay, are you standing up to the, the utility companies for charging you more for electricity and gas that's coming into your property? No. So why are you doing that when it comes to entertainment? Like, stop stop capping for large corporations. You cap for your, your wallet at the end of the day. Like, things aren't going to magically, like, like I'm speaking in my last point, like I speak, I work within the energy industry. The The everyone's prices are absolutely through the roof yet in the uk and worldwide energy companies are making record profits correct do you think that's a consumer thing do you think they can't reduce prices or do you think they're choosing not to reduce prices there's a there's a a difference there and it's the same goes for playstation or any other corporation you want to cap for they have well enough money to be able to reduce things ten dollars a month isn't going to hit their wallets at all. It's not going to make a blind bit of difference. They're just choosing to because they can because they can get away with it. So, yeah. it, it, you know, you know what it is that the, the final point is stop stop capping for organizations when they're charging you more and start demanding more for your money. Or actually demanding um, better. Yeah. yeah. Demand better. Simple as that. Um, yeah. And obviously, I say support the devs. You should, you, should, <laughs> you should start a GoFundMe for PlayStation. Just I love know, it. Throw the, the money dev, when, when a dev's owned wholly by it, well, this is another thing I, I laugh about. When a dev is wholly owned by a much larger organization, the developer does not give a damn what amount of money that is being earned because they're being paid regardless. Yes. Because right. They're owned by a large corporation. If it's yep. an indie studio, that's a different thing altogether. Because indie studios need your support. Support them. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, but listen, folks. Third-party developers, they're part of a large corporation with a big pot of money. And, and, not and, 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 and deep pockets, for sure. Yep. Uh, but yep. listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is your 90-minute show. Obviously, I'm going to be transitioning over momentarily to Colt Eastwood's XNC, which has started. And I'm going to get there momentarily. Let's get the shot. Let's, let's, let's do a quick outro. We'll start first with the Wandering Dutch. Dutch, please, by all means, tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. But more importantly, subscribe to your YouTube channel. Yes, yes, indeed. Boom. Thanks again for an awesome show. Enjoy Colt's show. In, Thank you, sir. In moment, follow. <laughs> um, you can find me, of course, over at uh, YouTube at Wandering Dutch and on Twitter at Wandering Dutch. Uh, of course, home of the Midweek Mixer podcast. We did take last week off because I wasn't well. Yeah, so, thank um, goodness you're better. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I've, I've had the week off. I've recuperated enough to be able to come back again this week. So the show is back on on Wednesday, uh, 7 p.m. Um, BST. Um, of course, that is 2 p.m. EST and 11 a.m. PST, I do believe it is. Um, so, yes, if you want to sh- see me, you can see me there. And, of course, here every Monday evening. So thanks again, Boom. Thanks again, chaps. Hope everyone has a great one. Smash the yes. like button. See you all again next week. Thank you. And uh, Kesante, brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone about the Gaming Circle podcast, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday mornings. This week's show was pretty epic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We had a great time. And, and again, boom, as everyone else has said, great show. Uh, we'll, we'll, won't keep it long-winded. Want to go check out the, the more of the show on on the, on the Mr. Colt Eastwood's channel. It was awesome podcasting with him, as, as usual, of course. Uh, yeah, the Gaming Circle podcast. Last week, we had a pretty good good show. Obviously, we were talking more about this PlayStation uh, Plus services and whatnot, and basically what we thought about it, myself and Mr. Everborn. I was uh, pleased to be able to bring Trash. on my, my buddy. <laughs> I was pleased to bring, be able to bring on my buddy, Mr. Uh, Mashana Lewin, who has been in these rooms and had these conversations before. So his, uh, his take on things are, are, is always interesting to me. So I appreciate those who have checked it out, and I appreciate those who, who choose to continue to, to check it out. Um, it is TKO Asante on Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, everywhere else. Uh, um, you know, you follow me, I'll follow you back. Uh, uh, look up the Gaming Circle podcast where we like to have, you know, introspective, interesting conversations on Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And, you know, uh, hopefully you'll see some interesting things coming that way as well. I'm still working on a few things here and there. Maybe we, we might have more interesting conversations coming up with more interesting folks. So, again, thank you all. And we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys here again next week. Yes, thanks so much. And of course, right. last and no way least, Everborn Saga. Please, I by won't, all means, I won't hold this up. Everborn Saga everywhere. YouTube, <laughs> um, Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, all that good stuff. Most importantly, EverbornSaga.com. Go there. You can check out uh, the books that we produce. And on the reel, the next episode will come back where we will talk about the new episode of Halo and, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 the movie so nice. more to come on that soon everyone saga everywhere follow me on twitter to find out when the next episode is nice thank you and of course next week we get back to normal two plus hour show but obviously we're trying to do a very difficult combination show hopefully you enjoyed it enough to hit the like button of course i'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me folks hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my father taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. Son, I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. <laughs>